0: Hello everybody, this is Evangelist Caleb Wampler and I greet you here from South Asia, Africa, Dubai, India, Costa Rica, from Monkey Island, Kenya, Pakistan, Peru, from Rio de Janeiro, Brazil, the Philippines, France, Sri Lanka, South Korea, the Uganda. Authority that God has put inside of me right now for every person within the sound of my voice who may be dead. May you rise up from your graves tonight.
1: In the name of Thank you for this miracle, all your pain is gone. Nobody else opens the
0: eyes of the blind. You couldn't do this before. Well, brother, you are free. May everything bow its will to the mighty will of Jesus Christ. I give you all of the glory. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody give Jesus praise this morning. Do you love him or what? Isn't he something else? (laughs) You know, he did all that. Isn't that pretty cool? He touched all those people, changed all those lives. Open the eyes of the blind, cause the lame to walk, open deaf ears, casted out COVID-19. He's a pretty cool guy, you know. Uh, You know, he's my savior. He's a healer, deliverer. And today he is here to connect with you and meet with you. And if you will call in the name of Jesus today, you will be saved. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody. Uh, I am so glad to be back with you again. It was about a month and a half ago, you know, an eternity I, uh, I, I am, I think that this year, pastor, I may have come to the gathering more than any other church for the year. That's pretty cool. So that kind of makes you guys like home, right? What do you, <laughs> I know he, he, you're always planting seeds to get me to move here. So, you know, I, I, I do love Moravian Falls and I do come here often. I try to come up here once a quarter for a prayer retreat and we do, we do some of our, um, our conferences and retreats up here as well, and are actually going to be back here in January for uh, for a conference up at the Lodge. So we're going to be uh, going into uh, a series of uh, a whole weekend there in January. So if you're interested in learning more about that, you can, uh, you can go on our website, kingdomencounters.us, and we're going to have a lot of different stuff on there. But um, I, I'll just briefly mention a couple of the things uh, that you guys can see at our table. We have a table out there as well and uh, my book Hunger is available. You can check it out uh, for those that have not got it. Somebody actually just bought five this morning because they wanted to help out their uh, uh, school and get uh, some people in the school to be reading the book. And so I'm pretty excited uh, about that. I'm happy to sign those. We also, um, we have our, our shirts, your kingdom come and your will be done, but we've got a new color here. We kind of did a one-time print, and uh, it's right here. It's green, and it says, your kingdom come, your will be done. We actually only are doing one print of these, and uh, we took it to a church in Nebraska last week. and. They bought like 70 or 80 of them, so there's only like, I don't know, 30 or 40 left total, Uh, depending on the sizes. We may even be out of the sizes already, but uh, you're welcome to go to the table. We have the red, the blue, and the Spirit of the Lord is upon me, and then the black and the green, and your kingdom come, your will be done. And all the proceeds to these go to help us with the crusades. So you get to wear a shirt, represent the kingdom of God, and uh, help invest into a crusade, which you saw on the screens are pretty cool. Uh, So yeah, make sure you guys check that out. Um, uh, The ushers, I believe, I don't, are they available now to hand those out, Pastor Jerry? Or uh, if not, then we can try to do that a little bit later. Maybe, maybe uh, cue me. But I've got a a prayer card and a bookmark that I'll uh, hand out to you as well, because at the end of the service, I'll, I'll, I'll make reference to that. But Anyways, um, I want to show you guys a couple of miracle videos as well. And so we, we, uh, have, probably have over 200 videos now on our YouTube channel, Evangelist Caleb Wampler. And on the channel, there are miracle videos of uh, blind eyes opening, deaf ears, all the different types of miracles that we've been seeing on the go. Uh, Tumors disappearing, cancer leaving, just all types of cool stuff. We have interviews with all types of speakers from around the world. We recently got to interview Dr. Marilyn Hickey. That was a pretty big honor. She came to my house. She came to my house who am I? I'm like 33 years old. I'm like a young guy. And I got to greet the 89-year-old Dr. Marilyn Hickey, the legend. <laughs> I, I was so scared I was going to say something wrong or mess up. <laughs> I'm over there getting shaken in my boots, man, being around the legends. But um, it's a privilege and an honor to get to do this uh, with with Uh, my life and to get to go to these nations. But I'll show you guys a couple of videos if you guys are interested in seeing that. Uh, This first one I'll show you guys is from a young girl in Costa Rica. And uh, she was eight years old at the time. And uh, her she had a blind eye. uh, So pretty cool. But check this out. Hello everybody I greet you here from the Costa Rican countryside and this week we witnessed an incredible miracle from a beautiful young girl she was about eight years old and dealing with blindness in her right eye during the meeting she encountered Jesus Christ she had been this way for many years actually since her birth and in the meeting the presence of God came on her She started weeping uncontrollably, feeling a heat and an electricity in her body. She was electrified in that moment by the presence and the power of God. She could be seen crying and uh, falling on her face before the Lord. She was among the first that came forward to testify of the miracle that had happened. We didn't know what had happened until she opened her mouth and began to tell us that she had been nearly blind in her eye. We, we had her cover up her left eye, and we begin to test her right in front of the crowd. And as we, I began to step back further, holding up different numbers and having her repeat it, it was very clear that she had been completely healed by Jesus Christ. The crowd rejoiced, and we witnessed a wonderful miracle here in Costa Rica. Hallelujah. <laughs> Pretty cool, huh? Uh, yeah, she, she was eight years old, and uh, I I always love when you capture those moments when the, they're being healed. Uh you know, because normally you get an interview afterwards and you get to hear what God has done, but you can see the moment she was healed there on the ground. Pretty cool. Um, There's another one I'll show here. This is my dear friend. This was actually on our team missions trip. Now I'll say this, Pastor David, we are going uh, to Brazil next fall and we're doing a team trip. And so we're going to open it up to about 20 to 30 Americans and so we announced this last week at the, the trip in Nebraska, and the pastor immediately said, "We're coming with you." <laughs> so I, I'm pretty, so if you guys are interested in going on a missions trip um, that's going to be next fall, we're going to announce that uh, more information about that in January. But I, uh, I, I, this was actually on our last team trip we did to Columbia. And this is actually one of my dear friends. His name is Josh, and he, uh, he had severe migraines for years. And this miracle took place approximately uh, two years ago now, uh, almost to the date. It was in uh, October of 2019, and he has not had one migraine since. Um, and so you'll see the moment where he realizes he's healed. And uh, it's a pretty cool moment. He's a monthly partner with this ministry. He prays for the for the ministry an hour every week. But pretty cool, pretty cool testimony. Check this out. So hey, what's your name? <laughs> my <laughs> name is Josh. Yes. What happened tonight?
1: Yes.
0: I've had migraines for thirty
1: three years.
0: I had a really bad one today. I spent all day in bed. And God told me to come here with the group
1: because
0: He had something for me. And when you guys were praying for migraines tonight I was standing up on stage And my knees started shaking uncontrollably <laughs> And I just felt the presence of God so strong
1: <laughs> Saying that these migraines are broken tonight in Jesus' name Hallelujah
0: I'm going great. This <laughs> is Amen. Hallelujah.
1: Jesus.
0: Can you just pray a prayer of healing for anybody that's still here? I the
1: Father, we thank you for the people that have come tonight. For the healings that have taken place, Lord Jesus. For
0: the tumors that have been dissipated. the the blind being able to see the the issues that have
1: been just causing people to be hurting, to be gone, Lord Jesus. Jesus. The brokenness that have been healed, Lord Jesus. Thank you for all these blessings, Lord Jesus. May you be the glory, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Jesus.
0: Shout hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Isn't that something? <laughs> you can just feel the presence of God. He He's terrified of public speaking and um, he, he's become a dear friend, but we had him share his testimony on the trip and he almost passed out, like literally, like the day before that. And then um, he was going to stay home from the meeting on the missions trip, you know. And uh, my friend, Josh Smith, you guys have met him. He's been here a number of times, but he goes into the room. He's like, you're coming. He's like, you can sit in a room and you can, uh, you can be in pain here. Or you can sit at a meeting and be in pain or get healed at the meeting. You know? <laughs> but I just, I love when you get some good friends like that that say, you know what? You don't need to stay home from church because you're sick. You need to get to the presence of God and get healed in the church in Jesus name. Because that's what we're supposed to be. The light of the world. Hallelujah. So, uh, anyways, I, I uh, just thank you guys and honor you for standing with us. If if you want to stop by the table afterwards, you can you can check out the things that are there. But we um, at the end there will be an offering, and we are going uh, in the first three months of the year. We are scheduled to go to four different countries in the first three months of the year. So we are pushing back against all these COVID travel restrictions and we're, we're going and um, I'm going to be going to a, a new country I've never been to in Haiti. Uh, we're going to be doing a crusade there. And uh, and just, you know, because of some of the closures and different things, we're like, hey, Lord, what are you doing here? And so it's leading us to some new opportunities we haven't been looking for. But I'll be in uh, Haiti. I'll be in Brazil. I'll be in a country in South Asia, um, in uh, Pakistan or or India. And then also I'm going to be over in Colombia as well. And so in those four trips, we're going to minister to over 130,000 people just to start the year. And uh, our budget is $115,000 for that, so it's better than a dollar a person, just like normal with the ministry. So every dollar you give is going to go to touching somebody's life at the end of the service today. You're welcome to do that. Uh, Pastor Jerry, did did they have those, or they're going to do them later? Okay, so we're going to give you guys a prayer card in a minute, and just has some of our prayer requests on it. And then at the end, you'll receive a bookmark as well. And this bookmark, um, it's just a it's just a reminder to pray. For the lost and on the back of this bookmark, there are some uh, spaces you can fill in some of your friends that you're praying for and believing for miracles for and uh, we've handed these out and actually already heard testimonies back from people that ha- has said it's reminded them to pray. They put it in their Bible and, and they're in their daily devotions and they're already seeing miracles. And so it's just a just a little tool to help you. And so we, we uh, want to give that to you as well. Um, I, uh, I'm going to go into the Word of God. We're going to start in James 117, but uh, before I get to that, I, I, um, I had a vision just last week, and uh, I believe it's prophetic for this time and season right now, and, um, and in, in, in this vision, I was uh, looking up at this giant dam wall, and there was uh, starting to be like a shaking at the foundation, and there was uh, a little bit of a, some cracks that were starting to form in the dam, and so Uh, I remember when I was a kid, I lived in uh, California, a small little town of 5,000 people, Winters, California. And my mom and dad, uh, maybe 20 minutes up the road, there was this dam there and my my parents took me in it. It always left an impression on me because um, they had said that if that dam were to ever break, that our entire city would be drowned and flooded and everybody in our community would die in a matter of like, you know, 20 minutes. Like it would be like the dam broke and I just would think, as a kid, like we need to buy a boat you <laughs> know like, I'm like like we need to like have a a strategy. What if the dam ever breaks like I was like it was just such an overwhelming dot as a five year old you know and um but it stuck with me because it 's the power of, of what is being held up by the dam. And when it flows down the mountain, it's going to just take out everything in its path. You know what I'm saying? Um, it doesn't matter. It's not going to f- stay in the riverbanks and just follow the nice little stream. Like it's going to destroy everything in its path, you know? And so this dam was holding back the water and I, I have, uh, I've been here a few times and I can't remember the name of it, but there is a dam around here. Uh, and I, I have seen it and I went up and took a little selfie on it. I think last time I was up here, but, uh, but it, it, it shows you the power of the the magnitude of the water but you never think about what if that thing breaks you know what i'm saying like we're in trouble we're going to get just smashed you know and in this vision that was what was taking place there was this giant dam holding a, a, a reservoir back and you know the natural thing is to think oh it's holding back some water that's about to flood us, right? But in the vision, something very peculiar happened. There was the cracking that began to take place and these little like cracks started to come and I started to see little beams of shooting light that were coming out. And and I, 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 was, I was starting to wonder what was going on. I'm like, wow, this must be like some light water or something, you know? <laughs> Cause even in the natural, I was trying to understand it. But But, but, the, but the shooting of light started to pierce through these little places. Until in the vision, the thing started to crush and crumble and then just blow open. But it wasn't water that came out. It was light that began to flood out of the dam. And the light came at such a massive force, just like the way that I understood it as a child, that it was going to destroy everything in its path in a matter of minutes and and, and hours. And there was going to be nothing left in its path because the light had shined so violently and brilliantly that it was going to destroy everything in its path. Now, obviously, we want the light of the the world, of Jesus Christ, to shine down. You are the light of the world. Jesus is the light of the world, and he has put the light of Christ inside of you, and we must let our light shine. Hallelujah. But We are, we see so much darkness around. We see fear and hatred and pain and envy and we see the giants of the land. We, we just, you know, we just came and prayed at this altar to overturn abortion and this Roe v. Wade and all the different things that we have continued to stand for and believe for. And, and I will tell you, friends, there is a lot of darkness around. I travel the world and, see the third world countries and the pain and the poverty and the suffering. And I, I see, I see the, the way the living conditions people are in and wonder how they're surviving half the time. You know, I see places where they don't have access to clean water. And and some of these places where you, you just, you wonder like how people are even surviving. You know what I mean? I go to the places where I, I've almost died multiple times where there are guns and you're in different places with witchcraft and different situations going on where the darkness is so heavy. And but, 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 but oftentimes our reaction to that is, oh, there's so much darkness. Let's go cower in fear and hide in a cave and like, oh my goodness, the darkness, the darkness, the darkness. You know, I used to uh, take prayer walks when I was a, a, a Bible college student. And I remember the first few times that I went, I, I would do these prayer walks, and I would start to feel all this darkness that I had never felt before. I had never set myself aside to to uh, to, to 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 perceive what was happening in the spirit. You know what I mean? At the time, I was I was young and growing and learning and. All of a sudden, I would sense this darkness, and I'd be like, ooh, when we get to this little area, there's just so much darkness. And I remember another time I would go to this other area, and every time I'd go to this other area of the sidewalk, I would just want to weep. And I, I didn't know what was going on, but it was because that was the missions building um, uh, of of the university where all the missionaries were being trained up. And I would start to weep because I would start to feel the pressure of the weight of the world that they were going to the darkness. And I, I, like suddenly, as I became perceptive to these different things in the spirit, I started noticing more. And now today, I I, I can't hardly. F- have a layover in a city without feeling the pains or the issues or the strongholds or the demons of an area. But I don't cower in fear because of those things now. I say, Lord, what do you want me to do about it? Because I've got the light in Jesus' name. And uh, in a sense, I've leveled up. You know what I mean? (laughs) I've leveled up and I I outrank the bosses that are there now in Jesus' name, and they're coming down in Jesus' name. And so it, it changes the way that we think. But So many of us when we we go out we see the darkness and we're like, oh the darkness, the darkness, the darkness, the darkness. And it's like our whole our whole mentality and our whole the way that we speak and the way that we portray things is oh the darkness, the darkness, the darkness. And can I tell you, friends, that I have a big God who's way bigger than the darkness. <laughs> he, is, he is light, and he is shining in brilliant light, and like nothing is even close to even coming into his presence unless he simply allows it, you know what I mean? Like he is so overwhelming and so bright and so shining to anything that the kingdom of darkness could, could throw at you that he will win every time. He has never lost a battle. He has won every war. And he is on your side. And he, he, he imparts to you this shining light. James 1.17, it says this, when Whatever is good and perfect is a gift coming down to us from the God, our Father, who created all the lights in the heavens. He never changes or casts a shifting shadow. Now, in context here, what it's referring to is, uh, is a sundial, um, like it casts a shifting shadow. So the reference here is talking about sundials in, uh, in, in, you know, in the olden days, they would have sundials as their way of telling time, you know, in a lot of the cultures. The sun would be shining up in the sky and if you've never seen a sundial, you know, it's just, uh, there's just basically like a little a little rock thing there, and the sun shines down, and it casts a shadow to tell the time, you know. So you know what time of the day it is based on the sundial shining down upon the sundial from the sun. But it says that he never changes or casts a shifting shadow. And so, what, if you think about it, what is the only time of the day when there is never a shadow outside of night, <laughs> during the day there's only one time, right? It's 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 like right when the sun is at its peak at high noon, right? It's at the very peak of of its uh, of the sky, and it's shining down directly on to the sundial, and so there's no shadow that's being casted, right? Because it's perfectly directly upon the sundial. And so because of that, there is no shifting shadow. So what is it referring to here? It's saying that our God is a God who is the Father of heavenly lights, and he shines down upon us, and there's no shifting shadows. What does that mean? It means he's always at his peak. He's always at the peak of his power. He's always shining down 100%. Like he doesn't shift at all. He doesn't change. He doesn't go, oh, I'm having a bad day. I've got a case of the sniffles today. So I'm going to cast some shadows today. No. He doesn't, you know, what did they say with, with Elijah calling down fire from heaven? You know, Elijah was mocking the prophets. Oh, your gods must be going to the bathroom right now. You know, he was, he was mocking them. Our God doesn't go to the bathroom. Our God doesn't have a, a moment where he's off or he, he takes some time to, to, to shift around. He's at the peak 100% of the time. And, and I don't know about you, but that just blows my mindsets of the way that I think. Because because if you realize that he's always at his peak and he doesn't change and he's out 100% all the time, then you realize he can do anything all the time. He doesn't have to set anything up or create some type of master battle plan over the course of, of well, if we just do this for three months, then, you know, X plus Y will equal Z, and then maybe we'll get... No, he just goes, boom, and it happens. Like, what does it say in Genesis chapter 1, verse 2 and 3? It says that, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, and it says that the Spirit of God was hovering over the darkness in the waters, right? And then, as soon as he hears the words from God in verse 3, let there be, let there be light. What happens? At 186,000 miles per second, light comes booming out of the voice of God, and the Spirit of God, in reaction to that voice, sets light into the world he's 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 hovering over every darkness and i don't know what darkness is you're facing i don't know what you're fearing i don't know what political things are, 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 are bothering you. I don't know what happened at your family Thanksgiving meals. And maybe there was some issues over differences of opinions. I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe during the holiday season, it reminds you of things or maybe loss or different things that maybe we don't have. I don't know. I don't, I don't know what sicknesses you're facing. I don't know maybe who was lost because of COVID or cancer or anything else. I don't, I don't know those things. But what I know is that God is at his peak and that in every darkness, friends, he is not supposed surprised, and the Spirit of God is hovering over the waters of every darkness, waiting on the words of God. Let there be light. Friends, what are you praying for today? What are you believing for in this season? What what are you claiming and declaring in victory? I don't know about you, but I, I believe in a God who's always at the peak of his power, who doesn't get surprised or doesn't get taken off guard by the plans of the enemy, who's, who's, who just prophetically showed me that there is a dam of light that is about to break upon the land. Uh, come on, somebody. And the light's gonna come shining out and knock all the darkness out. Come on, somebody. I I just got to believe there's some there's some peak praying saints in this place that will believe with me. Hallelujah. Man, feeling good right now. <laughs> Let's go to Psalm chapter 27 and uh we're going to read here in uh, Psalm 27 verse 1 through 6. Jesus. Anybody having a Thanksgiving hangover this morning cuz I, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna bust that out today and burn some calories today in Jesus' name. All right. So, <laughs> Psalm 27, verse one: The Lord is my light and my salvation. So why should I be afraid? You know, I I always love this because the only thing that's faster um, than light is is actually darkness. <laughs> When it flees, when the light turns on. <laughs> so, you know, what? it's like, it's just basic things. You know, if you want to deter crime at your house, what do you do at night? You know, you turn the light on. <laughs> the, the, I forgot the exact statistics of it. It's like somewhere around 87% last time I, I looked. The 87%, the, you're, you're 87% less likely to have your house broken into or your car broken into if there's a light on in your driveway or something like that, you know. Some people don't want to waste the electricity at night or whatever, but you're like 87% less likely just because there's a light on, you know, or you have a motion light or something. Like, it deters crime. It deters things. Why? Just because the light's there. And what happens when the light's on? It shines and exposes what's in the in the darkness. Yeah, it's, it's not rocket science. We don't We don't have to you know, be extremely brilliant to figure this out, but the Lord is my light and my salvation. He saves me. Why? Because when the light's on, I don't have to be afraid of what's in the darkness. Why? Because I see it for what it is. And, and when the light shines, friends, that, that, is, that is the right of us as a believer. God's shining down in peak power, in light. There's nothing that's going to sneak up on us or surprise us if we stay in the light. Hallelujah. The Lord is my fortress, protecting me from danger. So why should I tremble? Are you trembling today? Are you afraid? Do you feel like you you can't win? Then get in the light. When evil people come to devour me, when my enemies and foes attack me, they're going to stumble and fall. Though a mighty army surrounds me, my heart will not be afraid. Do we have to fear the darkness when there's an army around us? No. Why? Because we're stronger than the army. And we got the light on in Jesus' name. When, when they come to attack me, they will fall. Even if I am attacked, I will remain confident. <clears throat> so even if, even if they do decide to strike and come against me, they're, out, they're outclassed and outranked because I've got the light. But even if they do, I still just remain confident, you know? Um, the one thing I ask of the Lord, the thing I seek most, is to live in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, delighting in the Lord's perfections. And meditating in his temple, for he will conceal me there when trouble comes. He will hide me in his sanctuary. He will place me out of reach on a high rock. Then I will hold my head high above my enemies who surround me at his sanctuary i will offer sacrifices with shouts of joy singing and praising to the lord there's something that's just beautiful about singing and praising and and coming into the light and thanking him for his presence because when the light will begin to shine he 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 he, he conceals you away from the enemy and and even there he puts you out of reach there like there's so many benefits of being in the light it just it just solves problems it just it just creates uh it creates opportunities for god to just outclass the devil you know what i'm saying <laughs> like it creates opportunities for you to win just by staying in the light it's beautiful let's go to uh, our psalm 119 verse 105 it says the word is a lamp into my feet a light into my path when we get into the word of god We start to see the light shined on our path. We might not know what to do, but by declaring his words, by believing his words, by standing on his words, and using our our words as weapons, that's what scripture says, using the words that you've received as weapons. You know, we can fight back with the word of God, and we have the ability to see what's coming just by simply declaring and walking in it. Like, the word of God is a lamp to our feet. If you don't know what to do, if you feel... In darkness, get into the word of God and let his light begin to display upon your path. Now, uh, John chapter 8, verse 12, we'll flip there. Jesus spoke to the people once more and said, I am the light of the world. If you follow me, you won't have to walk in darkness because you will have the light that leads to life. Who wants to walk in darkness? Anybody? Any dark dark walkers here? You know, like <laughs> follow Jesus. I love Revelation. Is it Revelation fourteen? It says, Let's follow the Lamb wherever He goes, you know? <laughs> I just I love I love the illustration of that. To to just follow him wherever He goes. Like But I don't know what to do. Follow Jesus. I don't know the way. I am the way. You know. I don't. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Run to Jesus. He's the answer. But I'm not sure what I. I don't. I just feel overwhelmed. I give peace that surpasses all understanding. Like I feel like I'm trapped in my sin, and I'm. I'm just. I don't know what to do. His love covers over a multitude of sins. Like, like. But I. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. He knows what to do. (laughs) Like, run to Jesus. He shines the light on everything, and he says, just simply follow me. I am the light, and if you follow me, you won't have to be in the darkness. Like, it's so beautiful. And it's so holy, and it's so righteous, because even in Psalm 23, when you are in the place of the shadow, when you're in the place of darkness, when you go to the valley of the shadow of death, even there, he is with you. Like, you don't have to fear the darkness. He He's there as a light in the darkness. He's your flashlight. He's your lantern. He's your compass. Like, he's there all the time, and and it just baffles me, pastor. Like, I, I think, I guess I don't probably have to do near as much of this as you because you're a pastor <laughs> and you get, to, you get to be with the people in the church and counsel every week. I get lots of calls though and people asking for advice and, and things and I, I'm not in a lot of counseling type sessions, but it just baffles me so often when people say like, well, I don't know, I'm not sure, I don't know. And I'm like, he says, follow him. <laughs> it's simple, right? But, but I don't know. Well, then you, maybe you don't need to know right now. Just trust. You know, but, but I'm not really just trust him. Is he good? Has he ever led you astray? You know, has he ever has he ever wronged you? Like like he 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 is more overwhelming to our enemies than we could ever possibly understand, and they're afraid of him. <laughs> and you're with him, and you're following him, they ain't going to touch you. Like, are you kidding me? They might try to come up on you, but you're with Jesus. Like, he, like the Bible says in Revelation, he's got the blood of the nations, like, just on the hem of his garment when he comes back for the victory. You know what I mean? Like, nobody going to touch Jesus. You know what I'm saying? And you're following Jesus wherever he goes. But, but I don't know. That looks kind of scary over there. Would you rather be by yourself in a place of safety? <laughs> Or would you be with Jesus, where, where he's at? Like, he doesn't, he doesn't lose, guys. He's not surprised. I, I, just, I just think we need to get back to him. You know what I mean? I think we need to run to him. I think we need to get to the arms of Jesus and let him just begin to solve our problems. I think our family issues, our friend issues, our relational issues, our, our job issues, our finance issues, like, like Jesus is the answer. And he has the light. He knows what to do with your investments. He knows what to do with your businesses. He knows how to fix your hair loss problems. He knows how to go. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Like he can do anything you want. Just run to Jesus. Come on, Pastor Jerry. I see that high five. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. Like, like he knows the answers for everything. I just, I just think we kind of overcomplicate this, you know? <laughs> like, just let's follow the lamb wherever he goes. If you follow Jesus, you won't have to walk in darkness. Well, it feels kind of dark. Then follow Jesus. <laughs> like, you know, I I don't know. But I don't really know what I'm supposed to do. Just, just trust him. But like, I get I get it that it's hard. And maybe, you know, it's just sometimes you don't, maybe you have the strength. Then pray and ask for the strength. And then the holy spirit comes and he comforts and he counsels you like you know what i'm saying like i think so often we just get in our head and we let our racing thoughts run around and then the devil starts kind of just feasting like a buffet at the golden corral and then he's just like eating all your thoughts because you're just like giving him everything he wants just like just like give them to jesus take every thought captive like let everything that exalts itself above the knowledge of christ just come down in Jesus' name. Like, what is a stronghold? You know, like, a stronghold is something that impairs my view of who he really is. Like, like if I look, if I see this projector that's hanging down right now, you guys all see it right there, and I put my hand right here, can I see the projector? No, <laughs> this is a stronghold that's impairing my view of the projector. Like, if that's God and this is the projector, this problem is what's tearing it away. Just, Jesus, I trust you. That's right. <laughs> like, I can see. You know what I'm saying? Like, it changes everything. And I, I just have to think that if Jesus is the light of the world, and he, and he says just follow him wherever, you don't have to walk in this thing. Like, let's, let's go over to Matthew chapter 5 for a second. I Man, I feel the presence of God. I just, there's a simplicity in this message today. I just feel, maybe it's awakening people. But Matthew chapter 5, verse 14. So we know Jesus is the light of the world. Now now here it says, you are the light of the world. Uh Like a city on a hilltop that cannot be hidden. No one lights a lamp and then puts it under a basket. Instead, a lamp is placed on a stand where it gives light to everyone in the house And in the same way, let your good deeds shine out for all to see, so that everyone will praise your heavenly Father. Friends, you are the light of the world now. Like, (laughs) the Bible says that the glory of God covers the earth as the waters cover the sea. And we, like, I've thought about this often. If the glory of God will come down upon you in, in the earth... Like, think about this. We're made of earth, right? <laughs> like, we come from the dust of the ground, you know? That's, that's who man is. Like, what if the glory of God covering the earth as the water of the sea is because it's fallen on people like you and me and our earth, and it's falling upon us, and the glory of God and the radiating light that shines is coming through you and me. It's not just some ethereal concept like the water out in the ocean somewhere. Like, it's you, <laughs> and it's me. Shining Like I, I fly up on airplanes all the time and um you know when I'm on some of these mega flights across the, the whole uh you know across the whole world practically it's dark up in the sky at night, you know. And I can look down from probably you know, hundreds of miles away, and I can see like a shining light from anywhere. <laughs> up in the sky. You'll just see them all over the place. I don't know what it is. I don't know what's there I, I, because I'm, I'm so far removed from it up 35,000 feet flying wherever, but I can see the lights all over the place. I don't actually even really think about the darkness. I just think, oh, there's a light. There's a light. There's a light. Oh, look, there's a bunch of lights. Oh, there's a big city of lights, you know, like there's lights all over the place. And, and, I, and it makes me wonder, like if people are searching and they're on these journeys looking for light, and they're wandering across the wilderness of this life and i can see the lights i'm pretty sure they can see the lights <laughs> and and then they start searching and they're like oh i don't know the way but hey look there's a light over there maybe maybe they know the way maybe if i can just get to the light maybe I'll, maybe i'll have an answer and i think so often we 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 overcomplicate this friends because god has called us to be the light of the world like we don't have to like Go fear the darkness. Oh, there's so much darkness. Like, we just get to go shine light. And the darkness has to leave in Jesus' name. What is the darkness? Well, Matthew 10.8 says, heal the sick. I think sickness is probably darkness, right? Raise the dead. Well, I think dead is probably darkness. (laughs) You know, uh, cleanse the lepers. I think leprosy is probably a darkness. You know, cast out demons. Well, I mean, that's an obvious darkness, right? Uh, and the Bible says, Matthew ten eight, freely you have received—freely what? Yeah. Give. What are you giving? You're giving the light of the world. Yeah. And the, the Spirit of God is hovering over the darkness, and He's waiting for light to shine by a voice-activated believer. We live in a voice-activated kingdom— and when we declare and open up our mouth, we release the light of heaven or we release death from our enemies. I, um, I'll close, I'll close, uh, well, I'll go to Ephesians 5 just for a minute. Ephesians 5, 8, and then uh, I want to close with a story here. Man, I feel the presence of God. I, I think some light's shining today. You know, I think it's getting on some of this darkness here. Uh, Ephesians 5 eight it says, For once you were full of darkness, but now you have light from the Lord. So live as a people of light. For this light within you produces only what is good and right and true. This light produces it. Like, if you're just simply in it, it's like, it's almost like, You know, a charger from your cell phone or something, like those wireless chargers, you know what I'm saying? You just like stand in it and you just start getting charged, you know what I'm saying? You live in the light and you start just getting healthier and you start like things just start making more sense, and you start getting some wisdom and like you just kind of start to know what to do you know what i mean you 're just like like it 's just a positive effect of everything in your life. your money starts getting taken care of your time starts getting taken care of. like does anybody know what i 'm talking about here yeah, like a few of you if you don 't get in the light and you 'll understand it like i 'm telling you it's, it's just, it just happens it 's a byproduct of being with Jesus like you just start to like he rubs off on you, you know what I mean and, and it starts to change it i I was in a um, this was a couple of years ago I'm, I actually just finished the text for my for my uh, second book it 's done right now. I just am waiting on some endorsements uh, and uh, and a forward. It looks like Carlos Anacondia is going to do the forward, so i 'm pretty excited. Um, so I just heard back from him and got some different endorsements, uh, that are, that are coming back as well. And, um, it's called weighty words influencing the unseen realm and, um, weighty words, the power of our words influencing the unseen realm. And in the book, I, I shared the story and I was in a, um, I was praying in the afternoon, uh, before going to a church service on a Saturday night. It was maybe three or four in the afternoon, and we had some friends coming over for dinner who were going to be going to the church service with us. And and so I, I told my wife, I said, hey, I want to go pray and uh, just kind of get ready for the service because once our friends get here, we're going to have dinner and just basically leave, and I won't have a chance to, to really lock in, you know. So I went to the room, and um, I just started calling out to the Lord, and I went into this vision, and all of a sudden— I was getting attacked by three demons. They were like coming at me, like crazily. And I'm like, I don't know if you've ever been attacked by a demon before, it's not fun, you know? And uh, I, I have to deal with demons all the time. You know, we, we go all over the world and do a lot of deliverances, as you can imagine. And um, we've, we we've one of our last Crusades, we had 139 people delivered from demons. And one night, like whew, that ain't fun, guys. <laughs> like, it's fun seeing people get set free, but sometimes you got to labor a little bit, you know. Um, it's hard work, you know. But to see the light come on, that's like people ask me, what's your favorite thing to see? And it's when you see the light come on in somebody's eyes. Like, the darkness leaves, and now there's light there. You can just see it, you know. The Bible says that the eyes are the, the light and the gateway to the soul. You can see in somebody what's going on by if the light is there, you know. And and so in this vision, I start getting attacked by these demons. And so I'm doing all the things we do, you know, I'm binding them, pleading the blood of Jesus, casting them out, like saying, you know, uh, uh, releasing the word of God to them and you have to leave. And like, I did everything, you know, to do in deliverance ministry and they didn't go. And I'm like, what the heck? Like, (laughs) I don't have time for this. I'm about to go preach the gospel at this church and they're like going to town on me and they're like profane and they're like, they're cursing me and they're laughing at me and they're saying all these terrible things. And I'm like, you guys need to get out of here in Jesus name. And I, I, in the, in the, in the natural, I didn't know this, but I started like screaming and fighting. (laughs) Like I was like in the vision, you know, like when you're in a vision or in a place, but you don't realize you're like, you're still like, you know, laying in your bed with your headphones on, you know, (laughs) like, but you're like in the vision, you know what I mean? But like, I was yelling out in Jesus name, I bind you. Ah, And I was like going to town on him. And we, our friends came over and apparently they were at the dinner table. Like, like what's going on in there? (laughs) I didn't, I didn't know they were there. I had my noise canceling headphones on. So that was kind of funny when I came out later, like, Hey guys, just everybody's all eating quietly, like, what's going on with him? <laughs> I was just praying. Do you always pray like that? <laughs> well, depends. <laughs> so, so I'm, uh, I, I'm, I'm like, I'm asking the Holy Spirit, like, okay, I've been doing this now for 30 minutes, and these things aren't leaving. And I'm like, Holy Spirit, you got to give me, like, the spirit of wisdom here in counsel seven spirits of God, you know, I'm like, I need, I don't know, like, I need some insight here because this, like, something's going on here, and he, he told me, and the good thing is, this is why I can tell this story publicly, to this day, I don't know who it was or where it came from, but he told me that the three demons that came were all sent by three different believers that spoke out against me and i was i was a little bit like miffed at first i'm like believers can't send demons to people like what but proverbs it says that the power of life and death is in the tongue and we just read that as like an ethereal concept like oh the power of life the power of death but like <laughs> but by the power of our words james 3 says that even the smallest uh, spark of our tongue can start a forest fire and we don't think about it, but when we speak life and we speak death, we like to to, to declare Psalm 103 20 that angels hearken unto the voice of God and they, they go to do his bidding and uh, uh, doing his will, you know, and they're listening for God's words. And so as believers, when we pray in the spirit and we're sending angels on assignment and they're going here and they're going there but just by praying and declaring the words of God, like they know the words of God, you know. But we don't really think about that with demons too much, do we? When we speak death, poison, gossip, envy, anger, jealousy, hatred, when we speak these things, we're speaking the words of death, and we're releasing death over situations. And, and the insight he gave me is that they had come from these believers, and he didn't tell me who, and by the grace of God, I don't know who it is, praise God, because I just blessed them in Jesus' name, because the Bible says, bless those who curse you. It doesn't say to, you know, like, send them back, you know. <laughs> it says, bless those who curse you, so I blessed them. But, but in the moment, I, I had the insight, and I pleaded the blood of Jesus to do all the stuff, but I said, I said, I bind you in Jesus' name, and I said, I bless you, and when I blessed the people, the demons left. And I, they didn't have access or entry. They couldn't. But I had to have the insight to know how to spiritually war, the discerning of spirits, you know. and But the the, the revelation that came with it is that we speak the power of life and death in our tongues. And when, when what you have to understand with light is when you speak darkness over situations, the, I mean, James 3 says, how can blessing and cursing come from the same mouth? Believer, this shouldn't be, you know. <laughs> Like, we, we speak darkness over situations, and then we try to shine our light, and we're wondering why it's there, because we put the darkness there. When we speak against a person. How often have you guys left a service, and, oh, how was the service today? Oh, it was good, honey. I just wish Pastor David wouldn't, blah, 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 blah. You know, he's doing the blah, poison, death. You know, the hardest day for a minister is Sunday afternoon and Monday. (laughs) Like, if you go talk to your ministers. Why? I I think a lot of them go, oh, because I just gave my all all week and poured out and ministered and delivered the word and warfare a lot of it's because all the believers leave Sunday morning services and start talking bad about the pastor, writing all their divisive emails to the pastors. And the good thing is I don't have to deal with any of this <laughs> because I'm an evangelist. So I'm, I don't know what you guys say the next week. But for all, if I don't get asked back, I figured it was a bad, bad service. But <laughs> so I don't, he hasn't ever said a word to me. Like this is just ministry 101. And what's happening is you're speaking Death over ministers in life, but this isn't just true of ministers. This is teachers, politicians, like, you know, what if you start blessing the president right now? What if you start blessing, you know, blessing leaders? What if you start, like, I can disagree with all the stuff with you guys, and I agree with you probably on 98% of it, you know, but it's just, that, that isn't, Going to change anything. We're speaking death. We're speaking death. We're speaking death. We need to speak life and blessing and pray and warfare and these types of things because God wants us to shine the light in the darkness. And we can do this in the spirit. We can do it in the natural. We can lift somebody's day. We can encourage somebody. Hey, we, you look beautiful today. You look handsome today. Man, I just love what God's doing in you today. Like, I just want to bless you. I want to pray for you. I want to honor you. Like, those things change the course of somebody's life. And we have the power to release life from our tongues, but so often we just choose death. And believers, I, when, the, when this revelation came and this dam was being broken open and the light was about to flood through, I saw little pockets of darkness, like even while the light was invading. And it was like little stronghold things of poison. And I knew it had to do with gossip. Like it was just the revelation was that it was gossip. And I, and I just, I have to just, I just have to say this at the end of the message. We need to repent with our tongues. For the, for the, for the death we've spoken. We need to say, Lord, I, 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 because of the things I've done and knowingly and unknowingly, like I repent. I speak life over those situations I've spoken death over. I speak blessing over those things that I've spoken over. Like I want the peak power of the Father of heavenly lights to shine down upon me at all times and then shine through me at all times and to get every little nook and crevice and cranny that's inside of me to be fully exposed to the light and to let him do his thing through me. But then with my tongue, I can undo it all. You know what I'm saying? We got to stop doing that and start speaking blessing and life in Jesus' name. I, I just, I, I, I honor you guys. I bless you. I, 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 the church is the hope of the world. That's what. That's the way God set it up. And you guys are the hope of this community. You guys are the hope of the world through Jesus Christ. He says that He will build a church that the gates of hell will not prevail against. So don't release the gates of hell on people. You know what I'm saying? Through your words, we've got to be—we have to be better about this in Jesus' name. I, if the worship team wants to come back for, for just a moment, I—I just want to lead in a prayer of repentance here at the end, and we'll have some time of prayer. And so, if you guys want to just stand to your feet right now, and we're just going to begin to pray. So that Father of Heavenly Lights. Shining down upon us, hallelujah! If you just want to close your eyes for just a moment, Father, I I just thank you for you. <laughs> You're so good. You're so loving. You're so merciful, and Lord, I'm so grateful for this revelation that you've given me with this dam breaking, Lord. How how many prayers have we prayed that are in those bowls in heaven, ready to tip over? waiting for the light to shine, to expose the darkness. <laughs> how many prayers have we prayed, praying for life and victory in Jesus' name, that are just, that are just like pent up and held back, ready to shine? How many, t- how many people, how many tears are we going to shed till we see this breakthrough, God? Lord, we just, we repent. We call upon your name, Lord, and we ask for this flood of light to just begin to shine. Lord, that the Father of heavenly lights would shine down upon us in whom there is no shifting shadows. That the Father of heavenly lights would just begin to flood through our souls. And right now, if you're willing to pray that, I want you to ask him, Lord, flood my soul with your light. And you might have things in your mind and heart you need to repent of right away. Just go ahead and begin to do that. Lord, we repent of our wicked ways. We repent of our wicked ways. We repent of our wicked words and our thoughts, our gossip, our poison. We repent right now We ask, Father, that you would shine down upon us right now. Many many of us might have things we need to repent for because of our Thanksgiving dinners, you know. (laughs) Just begin to repent right now. Just let the Father of heavenly light shine upon you right now. Father, I just ask right now that you would just flood every person now with the marvelous light. (laughs) With your marvelous light, into your marvelous light, we run right now. And Lord, we say we're sorry, we repent, we ask for forgiveness. We plead the blood of Jesus and ask for mercy. We ask for grace. We ask for favor right now. We ask for blessing to just fall fresh upon every person. Lord, upon our sacrifice, upon our repentance, Lord, would you fall with the fire of God and just begin to shine down upon us right now. <clears throat> Lord, burn away the things that don't need to be there, Lord. Expose the things that need to just be out in Jesus' name. We, we call upon you right now. Oh, we rejoice with you, Lord. We praise you in your holy temple. We call upon you as david did from that temple hide us away from our enemies uh, out of their reach lord and may we shine the light upon uh, the what they're doing in jesus name lord expose the darkness and let the light shine lord and i ask lord for breakthrough for every person here every family here lord in our city in our and our in our government and nation right now lord i just ask for the light of god to shine lord and, and just to fuel Uh, to fuel those who are walking in the light and for those that aren't Lord that it would expose them and lead them to repentance God we ask for this we ask for the shining light to fall fresh upon them oh we love you oh we love you oh we love you Oh we love you. Hee nanana Bacassandre te TTC BBC. Oh how we love you. Jesus. 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 Light of the world. Jesus Jesus We call on you Jesus The light of the world
1: Jesus I love you Jesus Jesus the light of the world.
0: Father, I just declare healing over people right now. Every person going through a dark situation right now, I say, let there be light, Lord. Let your light shine down upon them as it was in the beginning of creation. Lord, I pray that you would create in each of us a clean heart, that you would create in each of us a clean body right now. Lord, that our bodies would uh, be set free from all symptoms and illnesses and sicknesses and diseases, Lord. Lord, I pray that the glory of God would just begin to manifest in every person now in Jesus' name. Let the glory of God manifest now in Jesus' name and just purge away everything that doesn't need to be there. Lord, I, let, I pray that the glory of God would just begin to renew people, that it would refresh people, that it would take people from their deep pits that they're in right now, that it would set people free from financial problems right now. Lord, I pray that the glory of God would just manifest all over every person, every family right now in Jesus' name. I pray for heart conditions right now. Every heart condition be healed right now. In Jesus' name right now, just be set free from your heart conditions. And just receive the the light of heaven in your heart right now in Jesus' name, I pray for blood transfusions from heaven right now in jesus name. somebody with an incurable disease incurable disease right now, just be healed in jesus name. I speak to autoimmune diseases right now crohn 's disease. I bind you in Jesus' name. Every cancer must be broken and leave now in jesus' name if, if you 're sitting on your couch right now. In that in that other room through the screen right now, I just prayed that right now you would get up from that couch and dance in victory right now, and just receive the healing power of God. I'm I'm seeing somebody getting off a couch right now. You're, it's a green couch. You're getting off a couch right now. Just begin to dance right now and receive the Spirit of God upon you, and just begin to walk in that light right now. Just be healed right now. Right now, I bind every attack of the enemy over your life. They're null and they're void, and they're canceled right now. In Jesus' name, and I speak that they be dissolved now. In Jesus' name, may the angels of God come and attend to you and lead you and guide you forward. In Jesus' name. I speak to migraines right now, every migraine headache, every migraine, recurring migraine headache issue, be healed now in Jesus' name. speak against every virus and viral condition and COVID and all of these things. Every virus must be broken now in Jesus' name. I speak life over your bodies, healing over your bodies now. Speak the words of life and may your bodies come back to full function in Jesus' name. Receive your senses back. May your airways and your uh, your your breathing issues be healed in Jesus' name. Airways open. Arthritis, I Break your power now in Jesus' name. May the blood of Jesus cover you right now in Jesus' name. I speak against recurring skin issues and rashes right now in Jesus' name. Your eczema be broken in Jesus' name. Your warts, may they fall off in Jesus' name. I, t- I bind rosacea right now. Be gone in Jesus' name. May your, may your skin uh, be as, as, as clear as it's supposed to be in Jesus' name. No more skin issues, no more skin illnesses, uh, illnesses no more recurring bouts with melanoma right now. Be broken in Jesus' name. I I I I I right now I pray for your deviated septum to be completely shifted now into its proper place. May your nose be be completely healed now. In Jesus' name. I, I, I pray for tumors right now that they dissolve and shrink right now at the mighty name of Jesus. now I just pray blessing over you during this ending time of the year that you would walk in blessing as never before I pray that favor would be your shield that you would wear blessing around you as a garment that it would follow you everywhere that you would that it would manifest in your life I pray for debts to be broken over your life I pray that your family relationships be restored and healed and that you would walk in health in this season that you would be a light to those in your community and those in your neighborhoods and those in your families, that you would shine, Jesus, before all men. In Jesus' name, I bless you. May the Lord keep you and cause his face to shine on you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. You can be seated for just a moment. Let's, uh, let's just put our hands together for the Lord. Hallelujah. <laughs> He's so good. Amen. <laughs>